Hey legends, and we're back for another episode of Mates in Footy podcast. Today, I've got to chat to another great mate of mine, the Jake Fridge Wilson. Um, Jake's footy career started at Summy, and he's been a steward of the club ever since down at Jones Road. Um, it was a really good chat, and it goes a little something like this. Jake Wilson, welcome to the Mates and Footy Podcast. Oh, mate, it is an honour and a privilege to be here. Well, thank you, thank you. Now, Jake, um, early days, junior footy. Yep. Take us back to it. Where'd you start? Uh, I started at uh, Vic Kick back in the day. Yep. Did a couple of years of that at Summy, and then uh, did the, uh, the walk down to the Jones Road Oval. And started under 10s, I reckon, when I was probably eight. Yep. Um, and stayed there right through. Till sixteens and been there ever since. Yeah, and and back in the day, Sammy was split in two, so it was the Eagles and the Sharks. Really? Yeah. So I think the whole junior club was split at that time, and I was a shark. Yep. So over the dark side, I don't know if the, the Sharks were deemed the uh, the B's or the A's or if it was like that, but we had a a Richmond like stripe that was gold with the blue on the outside. So still some colours but just a bit different. So did you play at two separate ovals? No, we I think we were actually in the same comp yep. back then. But just were different. So we trained separately, but I think it must have just been numbers wise. Being maybe, you know, a subtly bigger town than Tyve and Pearsdale and some of the other teams we were playing against, we had the enough enough to have two. Well, they used to. Oh, yeah. that's that's very interesting. I've yeah. never heard that before. And, yeah, um, I don't know how long it was on for, but it was definitely. Oh, maybe it maybe it stopped halfway through. Maybe while well, the time we got to fourteens, it it went back down to just just the Eagles after that. But yeah, so I think I might still have one of the old shark uh, shark jumpers tucked tucked away somewhere. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. It's the relic. And that's that's elite. Now, um, Jake, junior days obviously in your later years. Under sixteens, um, any any finals appearances? Sixteens, um, we lost the granny, yep. lost the cribby, um, and they oh, probably them and Mount Martha are always the the top two sides in our age group going through. Um, we sort of caught up with them a bit, um, but they got us, which was first year sixteens, and I think we bowed out in in a prelim maybe in the second year of our 16s yeah there you go yeah now um your, your senior resume is uh pretty good obviously starting off in the under 18s um winning three flags one as a 15 year old is that correct yeah yeah pretty lucky there the um the under 18s at that point were pretty light on numbers wise and i think there was a bloke bloke injured on the eve of finals and me and another guy were able to sort of play a handful of games up with them, helping during the year. Yep. So was lucky enough to, to jag a spot. Yeah, that's it. And I know um, for a fact that some of you have always had good 18s, but they've never finished it off in the seniors. Yeah, that was difficult. We had, I think there was a standalone 18s flag at 2000, which had a really good group of guys. And they were, a lot of those guys were there when I went into seniors. Yep. So they... Um, they were able to do it. Then there was a bit of a gap, and then we had a bit of a run. And after I finished too, there was a lot of lot of eighteens flags. But for whatever reason, I don't know, retaining wise, there was a lot of turnover. A lot of guys, I don't know whether or not they got happy, won their eighteens flag, and that was it. Yep. But I, I couldn't put a finger on it. There, you know, there was some t- 
times after and around that time where we had, you know, senior finals appearances. So it wasn't like it was completely gone to waste, but never got never got the big one. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. I've uh, obviously I've, I've heard on another podcast which is uh, with the footy club and a good mate of mine, uh, Lockie, um, he's on that podcast and he, he said the same thing. Um, you know, with the 18s, they come through and, you know, eventually they win a flag and it just never seems to go all the way to the top where, you know, where I, your seniors are. Yeah, I think a lot, like, if you look at even Summy this year, bar, barring the recruits, all the Summy guys came all the way through. So, you know, there is retaining. They are there. I think also when I went through, which was what we finished, I think my 18s was 2005, that's sort of when the whole local footy money thing sort of popped up a bit. So I think... Um, I think it was almost at our detriment being good at junior level and moving into under-18s because I think a lot of the guys then felt like they were worth more than just being a, I suppose, your, your 50 bucks a win type player, yep. um, which which is what it was back then. Um, so, you know, going down the road to playing with a few other mates at Pearsdale or Tybe or everywhere else they went was probably more appealing. Yep. Whereas I think if you were more, I don't know, Sneaking into finals and not doing too much, you probably felt like you just wanted to knuckle down and stay at your at your, your junior club or move up. Yep. So I think maybe success maybe might have been almost a negative, weirdly, in that respect. But who knows? Yeah, for sure. And um, obviously, yeah, as I said before, you get the you get the three flags, uh, under eighteens, and then a twos flag in twenty ten. Um, how's the feeling about that to finally get that? You know, that uh. That elusive flag for the twos. Oh, look, it was mixed because it was good in a sense because we had the same group from the year before, same same coach. Um, we weren't the best side that year, but our seniors made the flag that year as well. So, and it was the, it was the one year that we actually played the twos played first at um, at Flipper Park. Really? And I believe the reason for that was so that all the under 18s didn't get on the piss and make a dick of themselves. At the game, yep. while the other games were playing, so it was cool in a sense because we had a massive crowd because the seniors came down to watch us early, so we were kicking the jaw off at ten. Yeah, and then they weren't playing till two, so we had basically the whole club and a heap of people watching, which was great. Yep, but it was shit in a sense that we weren't the current raiser for our ones, and eventually they go and lose, and you know they were playing against the pretty formidable Sorrento that day, but yeah. so it was mixed results because. You know, there's been some clubs afterwards. I know Dramana won both. Um, did Red Hill win both before going up? Uh, a- anyway, I think uh, you know that's always in the back of your mind a bit too. Yeah. So it, it was good though because I think the last twos flag before that at Sami was like 1997 or something. So apart from the under 18 efforts, mm. it'd be pretty, pretty slim yeah. to get a seniors flag. So yeah, it was really good. Yeah, for sure, and obviously. Um, touching on a twos flag, going into a ones flag, and I mean sorry, um, going into a, a a ones granny and losing that as well. Yeah, that was shit. That was tough. Um, like that was probably five years after the two thousand and ten one. So we'd had sort of come out of nowhere, gone really good, and then really dropped off, bottomed out. I think. Don't know if we won a spoon in between, but we were pretty low. Yeah. So to get back up there again and go real close was pretty pretty hard. But, you know, they're hard to win. 
That's it. They are. They're hard to win. They are. But it was a good experience making it because that winning the prelim and knowing that you're going in and that week leading up was pretty pretty cool. Yep. And um and back then you know we we're pretty we we're pretty summy based. There was a lot of guys there that had you know been around the club for quite a long time, gone through those. 18's flares like you were talking about, so, yeah, but not quite there, not unfortunately. Quite there, yeah, yeah. Look, they, they are hard to win, um, and obviously, when when you get there and you experience that day in itself, it's something that you may not come, or you, you know, you might not be able to get back to, so. Yeah. Um, just one of them lifetime things, I guess, so. Anyway, switching the mood, um, <laughs> I, I thought I'd spark it up here, and I, I did some digging, um, oh, okay. and I, I reached out to a good mate of yours. Um, going by the nickname of Cow. Yes. Oh no. Yes, I've, 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 uh... he, t- he talks in riddles and lies mostly, so we'll <laughs> wait and see how this goes. I've, um, I've, I've, I've reached out to him, and he's he's given me a, a couple of um, a couple of things to to touch on, and I just want to know if if these are true. So, yep. um, obviously, after you won one of uh, your flags at something in the eighteens. As a sixteen-year-old, you stuck into the to the cruise club. Vaguely remember it. Vaguely, yeah. Might have been sniffing around a fake ID at the time to maybe get in. Yep. Um, but you know, if I don't remember it much, it's probably probably what it was a good night. Probably, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, you, you hope so. Yeah. And um, obviously, another one that he he has told me as well is um, that whoever got best on that day, <laughs> you stole his medal, and then you went out to a couple of chicks. And you got them to call you Norm, Norm Smith. Is, oh. is that true as well? I don't know. I think he's um, name dropping because he actually won the best on in the granny that day. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh. so I think this is a little bit of um, self-what about me type stuff. Yeah, a bit of me, me, me. Yeah, um, but that could have been true. I think I probably being a uh, very fresh 16-year-old rolling around with a bloke's a little bit older than me. If he, if he told me to put on the, the medal and walk up, I probably would have done it. Yeah. My middle name is Norm. Yep. So, you know, I could have just been introducing myself under my middle name. Could have, yeah. But it's hard to say. It was a while ago. Who knows? You know? Back in back in the day, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? And uh, he's he's given me another one here as well, which oh. I I. It's not just... his stats on the day or anything, is no, it? No, no, it's not. I I just don't get this one because you know surely everyone knows how to cook a Barbie, but when it comes to you, I I really don't get this. So. Apparently you you're hosting a barbecue for you and the lads. Yep. Um, down at Barnaring somewhere. Um, and oh. obviously, uh, dinner didn't really make it till till one thirty a.m. Like, well, you didn't sit down to. That's a stretch. Now there is a story to this. There was other festivities happening that pushed dinner back a bit. Right. Look, cow is known for being cow because he's hungry and eats like a cow. So maybe he was a bit peckish. <laughs> Yep. Um, tell you what, his cooking skills are very ordinary at the best of times. Really? So you're going to throw him under the bus here? Oh, I think I have to. I think you do have to um, as well. Oh, look, it was late. It wasn't one thirty. I was cooking for 15 blokes after, you know, having a decent amount of beers under my belt as well. So they all got fed. That's the main thing. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's the main thing. I think that's all that you could, uh, that you could care about as well. And he, um, obviously, th- this one isn't from him. It's actually from your uh, wife. Um, I, I did some digging with her as well, and uh, she said to me that you've you've never been on a footy trip. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Um, circumstance, I suppose. I 
I reckon a few of them would have been uni-based. Yep. So I reckon there's probably five, five or six seasons there where it would have been touch and go with uni exams and that sort of stuff, which would have made it a bit tough. I don't know the other ones why I wouldn't have. Yep. I can't think of them. I know I had a I had an end-of-season surgery, one of them, a planned shoulder reco. So I reckon that would have been pretty close after the end of the season. So that might have been one of them as well. So I couldn't tell you why. Yeah. And then later on, having kids and stuff, I thought, oh, better not. Too old, too slow. Probably. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, you've got to keep up with the young lads when you go on these sorts of things. <laughs> and, um, I, think sure. the more, the, I think the other thing that might have put me off a little bit is the footy club rookie, right? Yep. You can't be 26, 27 and being a rookie, being handcuffed to a bloke all, you know, all day and all night. Yeah, that's So true. if I was Pretty able true. to sneak in and not have that rookie title, it might have been more appealing, but I reckon I would have got done. So maybe that's a reason as well. Yeah, no, nah, that's it. And um, going in from uh, footy trip talk, um, piss fit at the footy club. I reckon you have a good couple of stories here. Who's uh, who's the best piss fit bloke that you've seen? Oh, geez. at the Sunny footy club. Now this is a while ago, but the guys that you didn't want to go into a shout with, right? So after a game, you get him back into the club rooms. One bloke you definitely don't want to is Adrian Ridout, Ronnie. Yep. Um, definitely, and his partner in crime's Toda, and um, you just never want to buy pots with them because they'd have a what they call a wedge. Yep. So when you're drinking and you're in the shower, they'd go back to the bar, get another pot, come back and drink it before it would be your shower again. Yep. So it'd just be horrible. Oh. And you'd have them lined up, and it'd just be yeah. It's um, it's an early night if you did that. So they're they're very good. Especially at Summy as well. Do you have the pots with handles? Yep, pots with handles are good. Um, so they're probably one. Definitely wouldn't. Yep. Um, so that uh, magnificent form. Um, Jordo's another one that was pretty consistent over the years, and uh, and just keep going too. Could go or not. Yep. 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 Amazing endurance. Jeez. Amazing endurance. I wish I had that endurance. I'd um. I'd, I'd be pretty good at it, but uh, I think my days are well past me there. So. Oh, shit. Oh, actually, I, I don't know if he's piss fit, but he definitely used to have a crack, was Robbie Muir. Yep. Um, and I've seen this in person as well. And he's a young guy, and I tell you what, once again, very consistent, but not for as long a period of time. And um, But, yeah, I tell you what, when you come in after playing and he'd had a few... He uh, was very, very humorous. Yeah, I, I saw him at the Grand one day, and um, was having a couple of beers with mates. I think it was, uh, might have been the Div One Grand Final because obviously they played on the Div One Grand Final on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, I saw Robbie in there, and I think he, um, you know, went out that little back bit in the sports bar there and had a bit of a, a chuckle, or something like that. And the security guards kicked him out, and he was off his face. You can tell, he, you know, he'd, he'd been drinking for a couple of. Uh, Couple hours, but um, he's um his weapon of choice now is a bottle of red, so he doesn't mind getting rid of that. Yep. But um, yeah, very uh, very humorous. He's yeah. one that definitely comes to mind <laughs> for sure, for sure. And um, obviously going back to your your footy career, yep. um, hardships as a player, doing your knee, um, you know, in the later end of your career as well, probably. Put you on hold and made it hard for you to for you to come back after doing that injury. Yeah, yeah, it sort of came in a really shitty time. Really, it had a 
personally, I had a pretty good year the year before. Um, and we just had Andreas Everett sign to coach again on his own. Um, and it was going to be quite a good year, I think. And um, I think that year we'd recruited the, the Gillis boys as well. So we got a, few, a bit more into the into the club. So it was looking good. Yep. And I did it, oh, it must have been late Feb. So right at the end, just before pre-season matches were starting, which was pretty shit. Um, so yeah, that basically halted me pretty quickly. Um, so the plan was to get back. So we had the Rico done. That year, I then I changed work, changed jobs, um, which was okay, and then sort of got back into training after Chrissy, planning for probably maybe you know second half of the season or something like that. And we sold our house. Wife felt pregnant, and we moved in with my parents, waiting to find something else. Yep. So it was a bit of a calamity of errors that led to me probably finishing up. I reckon. So, yeah, eventually it got me, I suppose. But, you know, I look back going, I was, I think I was 30, been pretty lucky with my footy degree to that point. Mm. So, I look back now going, I was pretty content. Yep. Um, if I'm silly enough, I'd probably go back to maybe join a couple of the old boys at the Supers, but I'm not qualifying yet. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. I'm still a season, season away or something like that, but I don't know if I will, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's a pretty late team down there as well. I've heard rumours that heard. they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I think they've lost... I think COVID's probably cost them a flag this year, I reckon. Mm. So, but I think with those guys, they don't really... You don't look at blokes getting older and retiring. They just keep going. No, for so sure. So I keep the list sure. together. They should be pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And I think they'd be uh, they'd be pretty glad to, to have you in that in that side. Just oh, down too, in the back line. Just too old and slow now. To, yeah, that's it. Well, playing, playing every second week would, would help as well. Definitely so. help. You're not wrong there. Yeah, training once a week, as um, as Snowy said in the first uh, podcast I did with him. In it's not a bad gig, I've heard. Yes, no, not a bad gig. No, there's a uh, pretty elite plays in there as well. That oh, would have some good stories. Bloody oath. That's it, and um, obviously it's touching on another thing, footy related. Um, who who was the best opponent that you ever played on? Oh, it's hard because I was like a medium defender, so I was around very good. Key forwards. Yep. But occasionally had to swap onto them. Yep. So probably the one that I got a bit was Luke Harrington from Cribby. Yep. Um, I remember I had to play on him very early on, probably in my first or second senior year. Yep. And he was kicking big bags. Um, he, he was very hard to play on. I know, I think it was my second or... All last year, I had to fucking play on Luke Do- uh, Chris Dawes down yep. at um, Sorrento. Sorry, so yeah. it was already, oh, I only had him for a half at Christ, but um, just the size of the man, Jesus Christ. So it was always interesting to see what, I suppose, the end of the Peninsula teams were able to recruit. I know Rye were always able to get some pretty decent Eastern Footy League guys in, yeah, um, which were pretty slippery, but mostly the big guys from Sorrento were probably hard as well. I know there was a young guy from Dramana who came from YC when they won those flags. I can't, rem- I can't, can't remember his name. Braun, Braun maybe? Braun, yeah, yeah, Braun. Um, I had to play on him once, and we were we were not that great, and they pumped us by about 20 goals at Dramana, and that was a long day as well, because yeah. he, he was pretty agile and pretty quick 
tall bloke as well. Mm. So probably a handful of those guys all thrown in. Yep. I reckon. Yep. Apart from, oh, maybe some resting mids as well. So Ryan Spurner from Rosebud was pretty, pretty tough to play on when those. So I used to quite often get those sorts of resting mid, mids guys as well. Yep. Luke Tapscott. Popping down. Who's the other bloke that was at Sorrento as well? I can't remember him. <laughs> I can't remember. He came from South Australia, had a tats. He was pretty... I don't know if he won a league or not. But anyway, that sort yeah. of calibre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, um, yeah, not, not ideal to play on. For sure, for sure. And it, it sounds like, um, you know, back in your day down at Jones Road, you had some uh, had some good memories. What's uh, what's one of your best Mount Monday stories you got for us? There's Monday. Oh, I reckon it was after the the 2010 twos flag. Yep. I was at uni at Canberra at the time. So I'd flown down to play in it, have the weekend. I actually had a flight. I suppose, is it Mad? Was it Mad Monday? It must have been Monday. It must have got the Monday. Anyway, so we done the celebration at the club with the whole club. So the twos, the ones lost, but were there. Yep. That rolled into the Sunday. And then after the Sunday, that continued on. And then we're at the pub and we had a dress-up themed Mad Monday, as you yep. do. Yeah, yeah. So I think I was in a gorilla outfit. Um, and so you're at the pub. You, you've got your section at the Summy Pub. Um, and you're drinking all day. And then I completely forgot the fact that I had a flight. Oh. So I had a five, about a five o'clock flight. So I got picked up. Um, wife picked me up at about... Ooh, I don't know what it was. It must have been two thirty, and I've been on it for since Saturday. Yeah. Um, covered in piss as you do, because people throw beer on you and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Sweaty inside this gorilla outfit. Yuck. <laughs> so I basically had my bag, a duffel bag in the car, all ready to go that I packed on like the Friday night or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and sort of rolled out of this pub, just stinking of beer. Up. And somehow got on the plane. Just got to the airport in time. Yeah, so I basically peeled peeled off the gorilla suit as we basically rolled into where you get dropped off outside the terminal. Yeah. Put a pair of sunnies on. Yep. Threw in about five things of chewy. Yep. And just hoped for the best. It would have just been horrible. (laughs) (laughs) That was a bit of a challenge. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been, for sure. For sure. Um, I'm trying to think other things. They're all a bit of a blur at the moment. Um, we used to have some guys that were just so good at dressing up. Um, and it was all about who could obviously get the best kit. Yep. Um, some of the good ones, we had lock-ins. Yep. So in the away rooms, there'd be a couple of guys that organise all the slabs and there'd be, you know, 30 slabs. Yeah. And they're locked in and all the young blokes would just go to all the pre-mixed stuff first. Yep. So then it, you'd go, oh, am I drinking the, am I drinking the right stuff? Got to get into it, and oh, so lock in from you know, eight eight to eleven at night, yeah, and then roll out onto the ground around the grandstand and stuff. Big days, big days. Yep, that's it. And um, that, that sounds like a pretty good um ending to this podcast, Jake. Uh, thanks for coming on, and um, yeah, it was great chatting with you. Uh, you too, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to Mates and Footy Podcast. 
remember to give us a like on Instagram or follow us on Spotify at Mates and Footy. And also remember to check on your mates. Cheers.